Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. How's everybody doing out there? They can't respond, can they? They can't, but I think they're doing just fine. I hope so, because it is Tuesday, if you're listening to this live. It is. Today is May 22nd. Your dad's birthday. Today's my dad's birthday. Wish your dad a happy... Why don't you sing for him? I love you. Sing for him. You know what? I'm not going to sing, because that would be a whole other minute of the show. Okay. And this time is so valuable. Well, you know, we're talking about connecting with children today. Yeah. And and that, you know, so I'm just connecting with my dad. Nice saying job. happy birthday. Job well done. Thank you very much. No love for your mom today. Um, huh? And mom, I love you too. There you go. Now we're back. All right. Connecting um, with your children. So I think I have some stories and some examples that I can share regarding... Well, that's what I was going to say is what do we mean by connecting with our children? Like how to connect with our children? Well, um, I think the best way for me to explain it is that... Um, I've been trying to go on a date with one of our kids mm-hmm. for the last few weeks. <laughs> and I don't know if I can hold this person incognito. Yeah, yeah, just don't use names. But what I think is funny is that you, um, is I watch you keep trying. and I've been trying everything. Well, now it's becoming kind of funny. Like I'm... So I have this kid, so I have this child, <laughs> and I'm not going to say her name. One of the three. To protect the innocent. And I've just felt disconnected from her. So I've decided that it's time for a daddy-daughter date. Mm-hmm. So I think a few weeks ago I said, let's go see Mirror Mirror or something. And then the time, you know, the something time. Something failed. Something right. failed. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, well, um, this weekend I said, let's go to let's go get hamburgers because she, she loves, loves hamburgers. hamburgers. She's like, no. And then she was doing uh, water guns and she didn't have her own water gun. So I said, let's, uh, let's go to Walmart. I'll get you a water gun. And what's funny is in my family when I was growing up, my dad was a police officer and we weren't allowed to have guns, including water guns, mm. at home. So I'm actually. So you weren't very good in the water gun fight. No, then. I was not. <laughs> and you remember the water guns when we were little? There was just those little, like, like lemon, like little pistols, little lime mm-hmm. green pistols, mm-hmm. and they would always like break off. Totally, and the cap would always fall off. The it cap, never worked. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd end up having to hold it with your totally. thumb. Totally, I can actually picture the way I would hold it because guess you know youngest in the neighborhood. Yeah, you got, you the, got the worst gun. one. Mm-hmm. And um, water pistols have come a long oh way. Oh, my gosh. They're in insane. the last 25, 30 years. They're like Uzis. Yeah, and they have batteries, and you don't have to do anything. It's just crazy. And I don't know about that. I don't think things need batteries. Well, I know, but they do. I Well, they don't need they it. They don't need they it, but have they have them. it. Yes. So I said, how about I go get you a new water pistol so that way you can get all the older kids, and you'll be styling, and everybody's right, going right. to be jealous of you. She's like, no. Because we want our kids to want everyone to be jealous of them. Yes, that's our goal on the show is make sure your kids are superior to everybody else's kids. No, she was just kind of feeling a little down and out. Right. She just didn't have one for herself. And, you know, what I will say in her, I don't know if it's defense or just to kind of set the stage a little bit here, you are asking her to go with you when friends are present. But she's kind of milling around the house like she doesn't want to do anything right. anyways. So, and you know, what's why I'm excited to tell the story is we always kind of have these, we tie up these loose ends on the show and how everything ends so great. Well, I'm still in a place where I can't figure out how to connect with this kid. Well, and you know what I would say is that, as I said to you the other day when you were frustrated, you were like, let's go get a hamburger. Yeah. You were so excited. And she's like, no. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like you were just so done. I mean, not Actually, done. you said that. You're like, Cameron, you don't want to go get a yes, hamburger? Yes, I did. I'm like, a hamburger? It's like Because I just, I like get sad and I feel like I'm not a good dad and I'm like, what's my problem? Right. And my 
my two thoughts, and these are more thoughts than emotional responses, um, is number one, you have to keep being creative. You know, we just did a workshop on Saturday with uh, moms and dads. Which went really well. It went really well. Thank you for those who came. And it was about raising daughters who love themselves. And one of the things is that you, as the parent, it is your responsibility to keep reconnecting. So when a child starts disconnecting from you, and we're not talking about serious disconnection. No, you it's and Cameron just, are spending time. <gasps> you just said her name. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She's the hamburger Cameron child. has officially been thrown under I the bus. I know. Well, but she didn't do anything wrong. No, she didn't. You know, she... But you're right. It was... It's my bad. Uh-huh. But anyway, you guys have been spending a lot of time together in other ways, meaning at home, regular stuff. You're just trying to spend alone time. Yeah, there's some... I can't even put it to words, but there's something that every now and again, I'll be like, I feel distant from Skyler. Or right. I feel distant from JC. You feel that. Or even right. distant from you. Right. Or, you know, just there's... I feel like there's... I, I can't put it to language, but... And you know... This is so good. You don't have to. And this is the thing is everyone tries to rationalize things and say, well, I'm feeling this way. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It just is. Mm -hmm. When you feel distant from someone, that means there's distance. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean your relationship is bad. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It is your heart's signal to reconnect in some way. And we always try and put put the perfect word or say why or what the reason is. And there doesn't have to be a reason. Like you and I, you just said you feel distant. Um, you know, there's times you feel distant from me. We have that exact same thing where you and I will kind of be like, even though we're milling around the house together. Yeah, we're completely in two different worlds. We're in two different worlds. And so after a few days, we'll be like, um, we have talked, but we haven't really talked. Right. And there's a difference because guys are like, what do you mean we're talking? And girls need to connect. And guys right. need to connect, too. I think too. guys need it, too. Right. But girls are more aware of their need we may to connect. We feel it more. Right. Well, a lot of times a conversation can be so inauthentic where it's just kind of like, did you take the garbage out? Did you do this? Where are we having dinner? Mm-hmm. You're not really talking about what's happened or how you're feeling about something. And I think you and I, um, you know, kind of feel that difference. Um, and I think everybody does, but people will put words on it and say, oh, it's no big deal. Or I shouldn't feel that way because we were together all day. You well, know? there was a time this weekend where I think I, you were washing the dishes and I kissed your neck or something. You're like, yeah. well, you I, said something like, thank you for that. I said, why? And you said, because you haven't talked to me all day. And yeah. I think it's because I walked in the house. I said, get JC ready, we're going to soccer. Yeah. And then at soccer, I got frustrated because, because you, I did, got lost. you didn't know how to go to the field. And we didn't even discuss that, but do you understand that there's two fields right next door to each other? I know, but. Okay, you're. Okay. <laughs> but we were just at this field. Honey, like, I don't. St- I still don't remember that field. God. I'm sorry. I can go there three or and, four times. And I, I, I have to do this, oh, and you might get mad. I'm not I mad. gave you the intersection on the GPS. Okay. Yes, but here's the thing. I was following the GPS. It took me to a park. Like, you're on the GPS, and there's a line, and it's like, go here, and there's a park right in front of me, Butterfield Park, and I saw kids in soccer uniforms. Mm -hmm. Now, what ended up happening is we walked out there, and there was a bunch of baseball games, and there were some siblings Mm -hmm. in their soccer uniforms who were watching. So I thought I was there, and then I was like, well, wait a second. And I was like, well, I looked all around, and then, you know, I was already at the park, and I'm like, well, I'm here, and you're like, no, it's at this corner. It was literally a block up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're following the GPS, and I know you're you're smiling at me because you're like, basically, I didn't follow completely. Yeah. But if you hit a park... You think you're there. And you see kids in soccer uniforms. You think you're there. I thought I was there. Right. But then I called you and you said... And all you said was, you've been here before. Yeah. As if that makes a big difference. But you know how many it? fields I've been to in this town? I don't know where I am. I, I, I Sometimes I forget I don't know where the north your is. Your geographic challenges. I know. I forget about them. Like, I, it's weird for me that you don't know certain things. I live... 
a little more in my right hemisphere. Yes, you do. And, <laughs> and I'm on the left. Exactly. And I don't feel direction very yes. well. Yeah, you, there's no feel. So I don't know where I am some so, of the uh, time. So, so which way is north? Right now. Now I know because North Avenue, north. it's this way. Very good. Wow, because you, you know it. why? Because wow. of North Avenue, because where I live. It's well, like, what if you're on the other side of North Avenue? Then which way is north? Then it's still north the other way. Not, right. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> um, but like I, when I lived in Chicago, I always knew east because of the lake. And I still live right by Chicago, right. but the just lake, The lake minutes. is a, a great kind of starting point. Right. And it's funny, in Denver, if people grow up in Denver, they, they there's people there are people in Denver who struggle with directions because they're so used to knowing that the mountains are west. Mm. So they always have this visual, oh that way is west. So then when they go to come to Flatland, Mid America, they don't know where they, they are. got no clue. Well and I definitely can the places I've lived in the last ten years, Chicago and Elmhurst, <laughs> I know yeah. because of certain things. But not very well. But then when I'm in the middle of the neighborhood I can't see North Avenue from there. And I don't feel where I am. I think we've officially... Okay, let's see. We've exhausted this. Yes. <laughs> Point being, what were we talking about? I don't know. Connecting. Connecting. Oh, and so you had... Then I got to the soccer game, mm-hmm. and then you were like doing your soccer We were losing, thing. so I wasn't and, happy. And then when you left, you just... you Your phone rang. You I got on your phone, apartment. and you threw me keys and walked <laughs> away, and I carried everything... <laughs> From the field, including chairs and three children, yeah. and you got in the car and peeled away. I had to go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came home, and you were kind of milling around, and then you came over and gave me a hug, and I was like, hello. Right. And I wasn't mad. Well, I what's just funny was pointing is it out. five years ago, you um, <laughs> would have not even said anything. Like, I, you're, you're much better at letting each other know when things aren't well. Like, we, we don't let better. things build up. Right. And you did that for me. I mean, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I was actually just telling Manisha about this, and I was saying to her that it doesn't mean that you aren't initially annoyed. Mm-hmm. Meaning your initial reaction is, what do you mean? Um, you always come down from that. But right. I think the thing, a lot of what I hear from a lot of my um, uh, friends, or even with parents and you know kids and stuff, is that because the initial response from someone is kind of defensive, right. they stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be comfortable in the discomfort of that moment and trust that you're making a good choice to say what you really feel and that in the end it'll all work out. What we do instead is we are so uncomfortable with that initial discomfort of you being defensive. You withdraw. That you withdraw or you don't say anything because you don't want to deal with that discomfort. We are so uncomfortable with discomfort. Can I say that more? Yeah, it works. But we are so uncomfortable with it that we shy away from it, and I have to be able to sit. Yes, avoid it. They think it's easier to avoid instead of dealing with it. And I have to sit in that initial discomfort of you being somewhat defensive. Like, what do you mean? We've been here. But you actually, in this situation, you didn't get too defensive. But a lot of times when I'll say, you're not here, Mm -hmm. or where have you been? You're like, I'm here. What are you talking about? And I have to be able to, instead of need to win, Mm -hmm. I'll just say, well, here's what I'm feeling. Right. If you go back to where you're feeling, then it can't go wrong. It can't go wrong because then you can disagree with me, right. but at least I'm being honest. Right. The thing is not about changing you. Right. The thing is about not swallowing what I feel. Right. And so that is, so now we're talking about marriage instead of children. Okay, so anyways, the uh, the bottom line is I'm, I'm glad that we're having this discussion because there's a part of me that doesn't want to always have this great story to tell of how 
to do what I'm trying to do. Like I don't. There's no. I mean, I'm sure I'll connect with Cameron sometime soon. But I'm in this moment. I am still stuck, and I still feel distant. From well, her. and and there's that. That's okay too. That you're right. I know you don't like to like you know wrap it up all neatly, but it ebbs and flows. You've had other times where you're like, oh, I'm a little disconnected. I have to reconnect. Or, you know, like you said, it's another kid. That's life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're never going to be constantly on all the time. Well, and it's okay that right now she's not really interested. But you have the key is that we were saying before we got to our discussion of driving is that you have to keep trying right. and not feel like just because she says no, it's a failure. Right. And, and I do have the, those feelings right now. I'm not going to stop trying. Right. And just so you know, Cameron's seven. So I don't, some, <laughs> she's so young. Some people don't know how old she right. They don't know if she's four or 14, but she's seven. So I'm going to keep trying, but there, I do get discouraged, I discouraged. guess. Discouraged. Well, that's, and that's normal. So do I. Like when I'm like, hey, you want to come with me and do this? But she's also got a different personality. Our oldest child would like jump at the chance to go anywhere with us anywhere. If I'm going to the grocery store. She, she's willing JC to go. JC is the most enthusiastic person <laughs> about me going to a boring grocery store. And the thing is that doesn't make her better or worse. No. It just is a different personality yeah, she, type. Like quality time. You know, is we her talk love about language. love languages. And I don't know. Cameron's is not quality time. Uh, no, hers is more acts of service. Yeah. And and it, obviously from, you know, think about that happy sheet that she right. made the other day. You know, she does things to try and help people and, and going to the grocery store together isn't the way that she shows yeah. or takes in love. So that's a good thing to remember, honey, that, you know, that if you really want to spend time with her when she's doing an act of service, like, can I help you with this? Or yeah. can I help you make something for people? Maybe that that's something. That's, and I did help her. She did that thing on you Saturday. You did. So, so in a way, we're not even acknowledging that you did you didn't have you didn't connect with her in the way your love language right. serves you I had you. my idea of what connecting time is going to be and connecting time was going to be us going downtown yes. getting a hamburger together Beautiful. us going downtown going to see a movie together mm-hmm. but that might not be what's on her agenda that's your way right. and it's not a wrong way cuz you want to feel it too right. but it's understanding that her way was just like you said this is so funny we are bringing a full circle mm-hmm. We're making it too perfect, yeah. but is that you did help her. Mm-hmm. And then in you, the small in little the small project way. on the computer on Saturday. Yeah. So, so that that's interesting. Me. I didn't even look at it that way. But that that's, I mean, it, you know, in summary, that's really normal. And I think that um, all of us, you know, you and I and all parents are trying to connect with their children in different ways. And instead of blaming them or saying they don't want to or something's wrong with them, figure out what their love language is and connect with them on that level and acknowledge it as a connection rather than it's not the way I thought it should be. And I think, have we done a full podcast on love languages yet? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's in our archives and if you want help finding it, let us know. But or, that's a good Or one. the book is called The Five of Love Languages of Children. Right. So, so um, Gary Chapman. So next, what I want to talk about is um, a realization I had regarding my daughters, my three daughters and how they're getting older mm-hmm. and how affection... Mm. how I show affection. But before mm-hmm. I do that, I want to really quickly talk about our partners. Okay. Uh, Avid Company, they are painting painters and remodelers from yep. the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. 630-956-1800. And they really do everything. Um, like name it. Uh, Jeremy, who is the CEO, was just here, and he was helping us with like all sorts of different things. Um, and they really just, there's not a thing in your house that they can't at least support you in. That's right. And um, avidco.net is their website. And uh, Memorial Day. they got a big Memorial Day special coming up. What is it? It's special. <laughs> so it's so special a, you can't talk about it? It's a secret special. It's a secret special. No, tell them Zen Parenting uh, sent you, and uh, they will uh, help you out. Okay. And then uh, Tree of Life. So I was at basketball this morning. Okay. And my friend Kevin, who knows I do yoga, said, Todd, my back has been bothering me lately. 
do you have any yoga stretches that you can recommend? And mm. I, I honestly said, you know, I'm kind of talking out of my butt here, but... Um, Were Col- you talking out of your butt? I was talking out of my mouth. Okay, I, You know what I mean. I do. And um, I said cobra uh-huh. and downward dog. Oh, beautiful. So those are two good mm-hmm. yoga stretches. But I said, you know what you really should do? Because I said, well, tell me more about it. And he said, it's sciatica nerve. So I referred him to Dr. Kelly. Awesome. So whether or not he takes me up on the referral. But um, that is, I mean, talk about the wheelhouse for a chiropractor. I would mm-hmm. assume sciatica nerve is probably something that they oh, for sure. could probably and it, chase after. And it doesn't mean yoga still isn't available. It's doing them both. I think the thing about holistic wellness, chiropractic, yoga, you know, acupuncture, all these different things is they they all work together right. and medical for that matter. Right. You know, if you need medication for something because of pain or whatever, you can still be focusing on the other holistic, you know, wellness uh, tools right. or Whatever. So here's the deal that uh, Tree of Life is offering. Um, it's for 27 bucks. Okay, not a lot. Which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your initial. You have your initial chiropractic uh, appointment, and the, she does a complete history on you, a chiropractic exam, and all nerve muscle scans and X-rays for 27 bucks. I mean, I don't think That's it gets awesome. much much better than that. Exactly. Get so, you started. Chirotree.com. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kelly. Give them a call, Dr. Kelly. They're the best. Mm-hmm. All right. So my realization is. My daughters are now four, seven, and nine. Okay. And I'm really realizing, especially with my older two, because they're getting too big for me to kind of pick up and carry, mm-hmm. even though I do sometimes, but rarely. Like, I'm trying to think of the last time I picked yeah, up Yeah, it's more hand-holding stuff. It's more hand-holding. And how when your kids are little, just by the, the hustle and bustle of the day, you're always physically in contact with little kids. Like mm-hmm. Skylar's four, so I'm picking her up. A lot, mm-hmm. just for fun, or we're going for a walk downtown, or whatever. But as they get older, it makes it so much more difficult. I don't know, difficult. It's it's not as easy to continue that physical touch. Well, it's not part of your kind of autopilot response when you're with them. Where a lot of parents are on, I'm not saying you're on autopilot, but a lot of parents are going through the day just getting things done. And if they're not picking up their kids anymore, they may leave out that physical mm-hmm. touch. And just to kind of you know, go into why this is important. Children, regardless of their age, still need physical touch from their parents, um, both genders. And they need it. It's reassurance. It's calming for their nervous system. It's connection. There's all these reasons. Um, Makes them feel, you know, held literally and held emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to not, even when your children are teenagers, Mm -hmm. and this is the thing, is just like we were saying about spending time with them, you've got to find creative ways that they're comfortable with too. Rather than say, well, I want to give you a hug, so you should give me me a hug you know mm-hmm. that may not be the way they want to do it you know can you you know can you discover other ways putting your arm around them occasionally and you know telling them to have a good day or well and what i every night i kiss them if i'm in town if i'm not traveling i kiss them before i go to bed right. and so i do that you know i never miss i don't think or if i do it's rare very rare um but that is so much like that i've been doing that with jason cameron lately and during the day we talk but we don't I don't pick them up. I mean, I hold their hand when we go for a walk, but sometimes we don't go for a walk. So I guess I'm just saying this for myself or maybe for any other listeners out there that realize, like, a day goes by and you realize that you haven't touched your daughter all day. Mm-hmm. And how, or your son. Or your son. And how that is that is a possible, you're, you're possibly setting a foundation for it to be even more difficult mm-hmm. later on. That's a good point. So you have to make a conscious choice and decision of how you're going to build that physical touch in. I mean, we've talked about in some of our workshops 
um, you know, sometimes uh, a teenage daughter doesn't want to get hugs and kisses from their dad. Mm-hmm. And you got to be, like you said, be creative. You can give them foot rubs. They or, don't want to do it in that moment or at that time or in front of their friends, but the, they do want the physical touch. Right. Just so we're not sending a mis- mixed message. Well, they might not want to get kisses or hugs. I, no, I mean, I, I'm honest in saying that maybe kisses and hugs are 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 easier for Cameron or Skyler because they're four and seven, and maybe when JC's 11 or 12, she might not want that type as much as she used to. Well, you know what I mean? I do. And, you know, you're right. It may not show up. It may not look exactly the same. But I think that the, what I said about mixed message is what I mean is that they do need that kind of connection, but they may not need it or want it the exact same way they used to get it. Right. So they may they still want to hug and kiss. Who doesn't? Like, I don't care how old you are. Like, who – but as a teenager, because they're differentiating from us and kind of separating, is, which is exactly what they're supposed to be doing, they may, they may not – Excuse me. I think they're going to... They may not engage in it the same way. I think they might pretend that they don't want it because... Sure. And like you said, where it happens is probably really important. If you try to give your kid a hug at school or as the kid's coming out of school, forget about it. Well, some, yes, some, Some, no. Some, yes, some, no. Mm -hmm. But do it on their terms. Right. Because it really doesn't matter when. Right. Well, and that's why we've talked about being creative with ways that maybe don't feel as intimate. Like, do you, um, you know, rub your your kids' feet after they've had, a, you know, a sporting event? Do you rub their legs? Do you offer them a back massage? Like our girls love like having their back scratched well, and arms scratched. You, you've been painting their fingernails, and that's Paint small, their, but that's it's still physical touch. Yeah. You know, painting their nails, um, giving them hand massages. Like it doesn't have to be. You've got to find that place where what feels right for them, and and do you feel like you're connecting? And and again. Or is this, is this going to be the message of the podcast? You've got to be creative. You know, so many, I do presentations a lot, and so many parents will say, I've tried that, it doesn't work. I've tried that, it doesn't work. Well, keep trying right. because that's part of the job as being a parent. Not trying in the same way, doing the same thing and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. You've got to tweak it a little bit. You've got to say, well, this time I'm going to say it this way, or this time I'm going to do a, you know, high five instead of a, you've got to do something different mm-hmm. and um, and ask, the, ask them. You, you know, I'm all about honesty. I know not a lot of parents, I don't, you know, they may not feel comfortable with this, but sometimes I say to my girls, I'm feeling like I, I haven't hugged you in a long time. You know, can I give you a hug or is there something else we can we do, you know, that we can do? Can we lay down for a second? And I'm not saying, I'm saying it for my benefit. Right. I'm not saying you haven't allowed me or you need this. I'm saying I need it. Right. Can I, can we do this? Or, you know, or later mom will do that or, you know, but I'm being honest about the way I feel. Going back to what we were saying at the beginning about you feel that disconnection. It's not disconnection like, it doesn't have to be a really serious drought. Right. It's just a moment where you're like, wait, I haven't talked to you in a few days. Mm-hmm. I don't feel connected to you like I usually do. Well, and I run into this problem myself by being in a car, and I don't always do this, but a lot of times I turn on the radio and talk about perfect time to communicate with mm-hmm. your kids. And sometimes I'm too interested in sports or I just want to finish up what I'm listening to. But if I have the discipline to turn, like I picked up JC from her playdate yesterday, so we had a half hour drive home, mm-hmm. or not playdate, the birthday party, mm-hmm. and I turned up the radio and we talked for a half an hour. It's awesome. And how sometimes challenging that is when you're at your house because she's either playing with her friends or she's up in a room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas the car is just a really good time mm-hmm. if you can, if we can, as parents, have the discipline to shut the radio off mm-hmm. and and. And it's not like, hey, let's have a talk. Mm-hmm. Be quiet, and they'll ask you a question. Right, just be quiet. And, you know, even saying, if, you know, saying to them, um, 
you know, I have a few, you know, being creative, I have a few questions for you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Number one, you know, like being, making it a game, making it fun. I think a lot of times, like you said, we get so discouraged so fast. Like, you know, parents will like be childlike with Mm -hmm. their kids. Hey, do you want to tell me about this? And the child will say, no, not really. Well, fine. Mm -hmm. Then we'll turn and listen to the radio. We get so offended. And even though that's a normal response, I get offended sometimes too, because I have an ego also and it gets bruised. Mm -hmm. That's when you have to take a deep breath and go, well, I'm going to try that a different way then next time or in five minutes well it's interesting and this might be a little bit off track but um i facilitate this men's group with a friend of mine and i think the next topic that we talk about is going to be cultivating creativity Mm -hmm. and to be honest with you i wasn't sure if that's the direction we wanted to go but cultivating creativity is not just about you know business sense and and other things right creativity you is is integral in engaging in a little one Oh, for sure. And creativity, to my definition, which has evolved over the years, is thinking out of the box and not feeling aligned with everybody else's definition of what things are. Creativity is utilizing your imagination instead of utilizing your brain, which is just regurgitating the same information. It's getting into your heart and being a risk taker. Creativity is risky because you're basically doing things that people haven't seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the most creative people in our culture are usually demonized initially because they're out of the norm and you can take that to a smaller scale sometimes when you're being creative as a parent or in your workplace or whatever initially people come back and say that you you know that'll never work right you know you were just saying you heard someone say that on the phone the other day yeah you know that'll never work and that's because it's it's a new creative idea and so not only do we need to to be creative as parents but we need to help our children that's why you and i talk about turning off the tv having quiet time letting your kids be bored Mm -hmm. because we have to help them it's like a muscle they need to work you need to learn how to be creative true that did i take that too far no no get me started no i know it doesn't take much to get you started (laughs) um so we um i want to talk about a few other things but just make sure i'll i'll do your book so self-aware parent part one and two um two really good books thank you um, um, Amazon or my website, kathycadams.com. So, and you can get them both for $20 on my website. Yeah, so don't be a schlep rock. Buy your books from kathycadams.com. That's right. Um, so a few of the other things is, uh, do you want to do the Tournament of Bad? Do you have any? I have some Tournament of Bad, but it's a little risque. Uh-oh. Are we going to do that email that you sent? Um, yeah, let's do that one first. <laughs> okay. This isn't really a tournament of bad. It just cracked me up. And I just don't know if this is going to translate over the I radio. I hope it does. Well, this is the thing. We, you, you I, I'm on this up. thing called Emoms. I'm on this thing called Emoms. <laughs> Elmer's Moms. And somebody said, hey, does anybody have an it, elliptical? It's an email service. An elliptical machine that they want to sell. And we happen to have one uh-huh. in our basement gathering dust. Uh-huh. So I, at the end of the day, I sent a reply to this person who I happened to meet a week beforehand at Family Yoga. Yeah. At family yoga. And um, so this is what I said and in so my email. And so all it said, and, and again, understand that she, you know, didn't know what this no, was regarding. No, there was no subject there matter. Was no subject. There was nothing. And it just said, Laura, I might have something for you. Give me a call and his phone number, and I'll show you what I have. <laughs> So what was Laura's response to that? She wrote back something like, I got a very strange email from your email account. Yeah, as I if love, somebody else, as, as, as if it, was it got hacked, you know, like one of those dirty things. But it was things. actually me at the end of the day not knowing exactly how to say what I wanted to say. And so, it, But the best part of that is... I have something for you. Give me a call and I'll show you what I have. <laughs> 
God, I am such an idiot. <laughs> well, and it just was really funny because she said that she was laughing really hard. Yes, as were you. she replied back. I said that was that's what, I needed a good laugh. I know it was and funny it was because based out of my idiocy. I know, so I don't know if that translates, but man, we had a good laugh about that. I hope it does. So quit sending dirty emails to other moms. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing I to know, do. I know. Um, and it's funny because the thing is gathering dust in my basement. So I I, I was gonna the the uh, thing the you're selling to her. Machine. Yeah, I was gonna say. I have something to show you in my basement or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm such an idiot. Um, so I'm going to do my sports update. Okay, please. The Sox swept the Cubs this weekend. They sure did. Sorry, Northsiders. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Let's be kind because there's a lot of Cubs fans listening. They did their best. They are a team that only has one direction to go, and that is up. They And they're growing. They've got that guy. Theo Epstein. Yeah, they got the guy who's like going to make it happen for him, like it did the Red Sox. Um, and then I was going to, um, well, let's just talk about our teleseminar. Well, there's not much to say. We're still putting it together, and and we sorry that we said it was going to be in May. It's going to be in June. We're still just trying to figure out how to make it most accessible to um, people and make it easy and clean. And a week from today, our next show, we will have the details ready to go. Are you going to promise that? I am promising wow, it right here bold now. Move. Okay. So uh, we are going to do teleseminar, which basically invites people who like the show to listen to us talk and ask questions, ask questions and have some type of dialogue and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because we get a lot of emails from people who, you know, we live in the Chicagoland area who aren't from here, and they've, like I've said, they've asked us to come out and do presentations and stuff, and that's just not really, we can't do that. We've got three kids, and that's a lot of traveling. And, and yeah, one everything. lady from California wanted to go out and do that. Yeah. The summer series idea. Yeah, and it's which is awesome, and I want to meet these people, but the teleconference is probably the best way to access everybody at the same time. It's what we can do right now. Exactly. So uh, without further ado, I think I'm just going to bid farewell. No no tournament of bad? I don't think I can do it in 30 seconds. Can you just give one really quick one? Well, um... Just do the... the I, don't, I don't know. How about the tournament of bad is when you're hard on me when I forget the um, the reusable bags that I'm supposed to be taking in the grocery store. And sometimes I'm with the kids and I forget to bring in the reusable bags. And I still use paper at least most know, of the time. But just go get them. But I walk in the door and the first thing you say is forget the bags again. I know, but you just go get them. <laughs> I forget them all the time. I've got kids, and I've got all the the bring them with. Leave the cart there. Oh my gosh, that's what I do. Yeah. Okay. And the reusable bags are great because they don't, you know, they cost a little bit of money. But then you can either have ten plastic bags, or you could fit ten plastic bags worth of stuff in two things. I could not agree more. I bought those bags. I'm a big believer. But when I'm in the store, (laughs) when I'm in the store with the children and the cart is full, it's a lot of work to go out, and that's all I have to say. And I'm going to try my best. It's not that much work. I'm not going to try. Do not. What is Yoda say? Try not. Do or do not. Okay, I'm going to do or do not. There is no try. Okay. Thank you, Yoda. Okay, and that's it. See you next week. See you next week. Adios. Thank you.